Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Y'all, my dirty family, I love you. Zach here, so excited to be able to spend some time with you. Y'all, this is episode 130, and I am so excited for the message I have for you today. If you don't know, we do these every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I try to make them around 10 minutes long. Y'all, they're they're very unscripted. I got the tiniest bit of notes in front of me. Sometimes I don't have notes at all. Um, I try to come to you and be real, be relatable. I'm being honest. Sometimes I say stupid things. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't say. Um, but my hope is that you feel my transparency every single time I talk. And I would love to get to know you more. It's been so cool um, getting to know this group of people I call my dirty devotional family. And if you're new to the podcast, I would love to get to know you. Um, follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill, C-H-I-L. So only one L there. Um, follow me on Instagram. Reach out. Let me know how you found the podcast, what God's teaching you, questions you may have, um, prayer, anything, anything at all. Seriously. Um, I would love to meet you. I'd love to get to know you. I've built some great friendships along the way um, during this journey, and I would love to connect with you as well um, so I can continue to grow this family. Um, it's special. But y'all, I want to tell you something about me, and I'm ashamed of it. I really am. And many of you, you might never listen to this podcast again after I tell you this. Y'all, in the past year, I've gotten six speeding tickets. Six. Yeah, not not two. Six. Six of them. And I'm so scared when these speeding tickets are going to hit my insurance because I know my wife is going to kill me. Um, there's nothing quite like coming home six different times within a year um, with a ticket that's over $100. And what's more embarrassing is it was on the same road. It was every time. There's a road that is uh, 25 miles per hour, which is ungodly because 25 miles per hour, I might as well be going in reverse um, and I go 40 every time and they get me every single time I'm listening to music. I'm listening to some emotional Taylor Swift and I'm singing my heart out. So I'm not looking at the speedometer, um, because I shouldn't be, I should be focusing on the song and they get me every time. And so I've met every cop in the city that I'm talking about and yeah, it's heartbreaking. And what's really difficult is I have authority issues, y'all. And every time that they get me and pull me over, I get mad at the cop. Listen, I know I broke the rules, but I'm just mad that the rules are there. I want the rules to change. I want that road to not be a 25. I want it to be a 35 so that I can drive 40 to 45 miles per hour. Um, I always have had authority issues. If you tell me not to do something, there's a high chance it's going to make me want to do it even more and I'm going to do it. Um, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's true. You can ask anybody I've worked for. Um, most of them have hated me because I haven't left on good terms because I have authority issues. And it's not a great thing. And one of the areas I had to grow in um, in my life was um, being obedient to authority. Now, if you're like this, I would love for you to reach out and just let me know. That way I don't feel like such an awful individual. Um, but one of the things that was difficult in my walk with God is that God talks a lot about obedience. Now, if, you, if you've been a follower of Jesus for any time, um, I would like to think that maybe you struggle with this. If not, that's okay, but I would like to think most of you have. 
that it's very difficult um, that when God says, do this, don't do that, um, to just be like, okay. Uh, a very clear example of this is this idea of not having sex before marriage. That God talks about um, like being um, sexually abstinent until we find that one, that the Bible paints this picture of how it's better for us, how um, there is less harm that comes from that. And we see that in statistics. We see that most couples that live together before they get married are more likely to get divorced. Um, we see this, um, but a lot of times we're like, all right, God, is it really that big of a deal? Like I get the don't murder thing. I trust you on that. But um, with this thing, I'm listen, it's not that big of a deal. It makes financial sense for me to move in with my boyfriend or girlfriend. It makes sense to have sex with them because I care about them. Um, it's just sex. And we justify it. And so if that's you, then you, you're with me a little bit. We struggle with being obedient. We, we struggle with this word. And, um, I don't want to think about, you know, the Bible in the New Testament talks a lot about, um, us being slaves to God. We're a slave to something. And the word slave, it rubs me wrong. And, it, and it's really difficult for me. And I hope that many of you are there as well. And I want to share a little bit about my journey in growing in this and some things that I've learned that have been helpful for me when it comes to trusting God. Um, and that is, and that's the very first thing is that is we need to replace the word obedience with trust. Um, that, that trust is a way better reflection of what God desires from us than obedience. That I, when it comes to my wife, when my wife is sharing something with me, her thoughts, her opinion, when she's sharing with something that she believes I should do, um, I don't feel like I have to be obedient to my wife. Um, but I trust my wife because I know that she desires, um, great things for me. That, that she desires my, my well-being, that she desires me to be health, healthy, um, and better. And so because of that, I trust her decisions. Now, am I obedient? Yes, but I don't go there from obedience. I go there from trust. Now, I want you to look at God in that same light. That God is, desires your well-being. He desires you to be the best you can be. He desires you to be healthy. He desires you to be well. He desires you to grow into all the potential that's inside of you. And God wants us to trust him. And in that trust comes obedience. And so, but when we start from a standpoint of trust, maybe for you, it makes it a little bit easier saying, okay, God's called me to this, which probably means it's going to be better for me, even if I don't see, even if I don't understand. Um, and so I'm going to trust him in this process, even if I'm having a little bit of doubts, I'm going to trust. And so we need to replace obedience with trust. The second thing I want to say is there should always, this should be an agreement between you and God. Listen, just because a pastor tells you to do it doesn't mean it's true. Just because you're a, a, your team leader or some volunteer at a church tells you to do it doesn't mean you should do it. Just because a Christian parent or, or a grandparent tells you that this is right doesn't mean it is. Obedience and trust comes from God. Listen, the one thing that's true with people is that they will let you down that they are fallible, that they they do make mistakes. And we have to make sure that we're not just blindly listening to the people around us because hurt comes from that. People have ulterior motives. And I'm not saying don't trust people. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is make sure you don't put a pastor or some church attender on the same level of God because they will make mistakes and they don't know your full story. And many of them, I can tell you from my experience, don't care to know your full story. And so they give you this this biblical cliche, this quick answer that is generic enough to be true, but is not helpful to your life. 
So what I want to encourage you to do instead is to seek God, pray God, look in his word, ask more than one person, get a get a full opinion, a full consensus from the people around you that love God, but more importantly, love you, and to figure out what you need to do, what obedience, what trust looks like for your life. It's important. And with that, let me say this. A lot of times we can load our questions and load um, the people around us to get the answer we want. Don't do that. Don't look for validation. Look for honesty. Look for transparency. Look for someone that actually cares about your life and that can speak into it. And so we need to do that. It needs to be an agreement between you and God, your obedience. So many people, I've met so many people who are only obedient because a pastor's told them obedient. It has nothing to do with them trusting God. And it's really scary for me to know that there is millions of people that are obedient to a pastor that don't know the love and trust of a real God. That there's a God that desires to interact with you and desires for you to follow him and to lean on him. And today, I hope that we can find that because it's a way way better and more beautiful example of what God desires for us. Now, here's the last thing I want to say about obedience. Obedience isn't always um, rainbows and butterflies. It doesn't mean that um, sometimes obedience comes with opposition. Sometimes being obedient to what God has put on your heart means that you have people who are going to oppose you. It means that conflict may arise. And listen, I want you to know that that's okay, that you need to have your own voice, that you need to have your own individual journey, and you need to stand firm with what you believe, that if people can't support the differences in your life, you don't want them in your life. That a lot of times, especially in churches, you you get these cookie cutters that have to believe the same thing you believe. Um, And a lot of times it doesn't sit right with you. And that's, listen, I'm an example of this. A lot of times it doesn't sit right and you have to speak up and sometimes consequences comes from that. But here's what I've learned is that even though it hurts in that season, there's better things in the next. And so stand up for the things that you believe. Stand up for the things that God is calling you towards. Do not be afraid of opposition because sometimes being obedient to God in your story means that you're going to hurt the feelings or you're going to, um, you're going to upset the people around you. And that's okay. And so don't be afraid of opposition. It's so easy for us when it comes to um, obedience. We think it's just all of these like, oh, it just means I'm this like calm person. I should live out in the woods like, like a hermit, that that's the end goal. Listen, that's not it. Um, obedience is about trusting God with the situation you're currently in. Trusting that he desires your well-being. Trusting that if somebody, if some church person or someone in your life tells you that it's stupid and that you're an idiot, doesn't mean they're right. I don't, I don't care who they are. I don't care how high they think they stand. Listen, we are all equals when we stand before God, that the presence of God in your life is equal to that person as well, if we listen to it. So today I want to challenge you with that. I want to challenge you. Listen, if you're struggling with obedience today, don't replace obedience with trust, that you can trust God because he desires incredible things for you. That don't be afraid to listen. Don't be afraid to lean into that. And I promise you, you'll find more of yourself and more of God along the way. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you for every person listening to this. Lord, help us trust you. Lord, this isn't easy. Um, I, I still struggle with this, Lord, but I believe that in our obedience to you, um, it's because we can trust you because you desire the best things for us. You are not trying to destroy our lives. You are not trying to wreck our lives. Lord, you are trying to build our lives into something beautiful. So Lord, help us trust you more, no matter the cost. Lord, we thank you. We love you. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. 
or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find us by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.